You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. Now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The orangutans are the two exclusively Asian species of extant great apes. Native to Indonesia and Malaysia, Orangutans are currently found in only the rainforests of Borneo and Sumatra. Classified as the genus Pongo, orangutans were considered to be one species. Since 1996, they've been divided into two species. The Bornean orangutan, Pongo, Pygmaeus, and the Sumatran orangutan, Pongo abili. In addition, the Borneo species is divided into three subspecies. Based on the genome sequencing, the two extant orangutan species evidently diverged around 400,000 years ago. The orangutans are also the only surviving species of the subfamily Pongidae, which also includes several other species, such as the three extinct species of the genus Gigantopithecus, including the largest known primate, Gigantopithecus blackii. The ancestors of the Pongeanae subfamily split from the main ape line in Africa 16 to 19 million years ago and spread into Asia. Orangutans are the most arboreal of the great apes and spend most of their time in trees. Their hair is typically reddish-brown instead of the brown or black hair typical of chimpanzees and gorillas. Males and females differ in size and appearance, 
dominant adult males have distinctive cheek pads and produce long calls that attract females and intimidate rivals. Younger males do not have these characteristics and resemble adult females. Orangutans are the most solitary of all the great apes, with social bonds occurring primarily between mothers and their dependent offspring, who stay together for the first two years. Fruit is the most important component of orangutan's diet. However, the apes will also eat vegetation, bark, honey, insects, and even bird eggs. They can live over 30 years in both the wild and captivity. Orangutans are among the most intelligent primates. They use a variety of sophisticated tools and construct elaborate sleeping nests each night from branches and foliage. The apes have been extensively studied for their learning abilities. There may even be distinctive cultures within populations. Field studies of the apes were pioneered by primatologist Barut Galacticus. Both orangutan species are considered to be critically endangered. Human activities have caused several declines in the population and ranges of both species. Threat to wild orangutan populations include poaching, habitat destruction, and the illegal pet trade. Several conservation and rehabilitation programs are dedicated to the survival of orangutans in the wild. The name orangutan is derived from the Malayan and Indonesian words orang, meaning person, and hutan, meaning forest, thus person of the forest. Orang-hutan was originally not used to refer to apes, but to forest-dwelling humans. The two orangutan species are the only extant members of the subfamily Pongeonae. This subfamily also included the extinct genre Lufengipithecus, which lived in southern China and Thailand two to eight million years ago, and Sivapithecus, which lived in India and Pakistan from 12.5 million years ago until 8.5 million years ago. These apes likely lived in drier and cooler environments than orangutans do today. Corapithecus perivia, which lived in Thailand five to seven million years ago, is believed to have been the closest known relative of the orangutans. The largest known primate, Gigantopithecus, was also a member of the Pongeonae and lived in China, India, and Vietnam from five million years ago to 100,000 years ago. Within apes, superfamily 
Homeandia Day. The gibbons diverged during the early Miocene, between 20 and 24 million years ago, according to molecular evidence. An orangutan split from the African gray ape lineage between 16 and 19 million years ago. The orangutan was first described scientifically in the Systema Natura of Linnaeus as Simia Satrius. The populations on the two islands were classified as subspecies until the year 1996, when they were elevated to full species status and three distinct populations on Borneo, on Borneo were elevated to subspecies. The population currently listed as Wormby may be closer to the Sumatran orangutan than the other Bornean orangutan subspecies. If confirmed, Abeli would be the subspecies of Wormby. Regardless, the type locality of Pongo pygmaeus has not been established beyond doubts and may be from the population currently listed as Wormby. In the case, Wormby would be a junior synonym for pygmaeus, while one of the names currently considered a junior synonym of pygmaeus would take precedence for the Northwest Bornean taxon. To further confuse, the name P. Morio, as well as some suggested junior synonyms, may be junior synonyms of the P. pygmacus subspecies, thus leaving the East Bornean populations unnamed. In addition, some fossils described under the name P. Huargeri have been found in Vietnam and multiple fossil subspecies have been described from several parts of Southeastern Asia. It is unclear if these belong to P. pygmaeus or P. abeli, or in fact represent distinct species. The Sumatran orangutan genome was sequenced in January 2011. Following humans and chimpanzees, the Sumatran orangutan has become the third species of hominid to have its geome sequenced. Subsequently, the Bornean species would have its geome sequenced. Genetic diversity was found to be lower in Bornean orangutans than in Sumatran ones. Despite the fact that Borneo is home to six or seven times as many orangutans as Sumatra. The comparison has shown these two species diverged around 400,000 years ago, more recently than previously thought. Also, the orang genome was found to have evolved much more slowly than chimpanzees and human DNA. Previously, 
the species was estimated to have diverged three to five million years ago. Researchers hope these data may help conservationists save the endangered ape and also prove useful in further understanding of gen human genetic diseases. Bornean orangutans have 48 diploid chromosomes. An orangutan has a large, bulky body, a thick neck, very long, strong arms, short, bow-leggeds, and no tail. It's mostly covered with long, reddish-brown hair and gray-black skin. Sumatran orangutans have more sparse and lighter-colored coats. The orangutan has a large head with a prominent mouth area. Though largely hairless, their faces can develop some hair in males, giving them a mustache. Adult males have large cheek flaps to show their dominance to other males. The cheek flaps are made mostly of fatty tissues and are supported by the musculature of the face. Mature males' throat pouches allow them to make loud calls. The species displays significant sexual dimorphism. Females typically stand 3 feet 9 inches tall and weigh about 80 pounds, while flanged adult males stand about 4 feet 6 inches tall and weigh 165 pounds. Believe it or not, a male orangutan, even though he's 4 foot 6 inches tall, has an arm span of about six feet, six inches. Orangutan hands are similar to human hands. They have four long fingers and an opposable thumb. However, the joint and tendon arrangement in the orangutan's hands produces two adaptations that are significant for arboreal locomotion. The resting configuration of the fingers is curved, creating a suspensory hook grip. Additionally, without the use of the thumb, the fingers and hands can grip tightly around objects with a small diameter by resting the tops of the fingers against the inside the palm, creating a double locked grip. Their feet have four long toes and an opposable big toe. Orangutans can grasp things with both their hands and their feet. Their fingers and toes are curved, allowing them to get a better grip on branches. Since the hip joints have the same flexibility as their shoulders and arm joints, orangutans have less restriction in the movements of their legs than humans have. Unlike gorillas and chimpanzees, orangutans are not true knuckle walkers and are instead 
fist walkers. Orangutans live in primary and old secondary forests, particularly dipterocarp forests and peat swamp forests. Both species can be found in mountainous and lowland swampy areas. Sumatran orangutans live at elevations as high as 1,500 meters or 4,900 feet, while Borneian orangutans live no higher than 100 meters or 3,300 feet. Other habitats used by orangutans include grasslands, cultivated fields, gardens, young secondary forests, and shallow lakes. Orangutans are the most arboreal of the great apes, spending nearly all their time in trees. Most of the day is spent feeding, resting, and traveling. They start the day feeding for two to three hours in the morning. They rest during midday, then travel in the late afternoon. When evening arrives, they begin to prepare their nests for the night. Orangutans do not swim, although they have been recorded wading in water. The main predators of orangutans are tigers. Other predators include clouded leopards, wild dogs, and crocodiles. The absence of tigers on Borneo may explain why Bornean orangutans can be found on the ground more often than their Sumatran relatives. Orangutans are opportunistic foragers and their diets vary markedly from month to month. Fruit makes up 65 to 90% of the orangutan diet and those with sugary or fatty pulp are favored. Ficus fruits are commonly eaten and are easy to harvest and digest. Lowland Dipterocarp forests are preferred by orangutans because of their plentiful fruit. Bornean orangutans consume at least 317 different food items that include young leaves, shoots, barks, insects, honey, and bird's eggs. A decade-long study of urine and fecal samples in the West Kalimantan has shown that orangutans give birth during and after the high fruit season, though not every year, during which they consume various abundant fruits, totaling up to 11,000 calories per day. In the low fruit season, they will eat whatever fruit is available in addition to tree bark and leaves with daily intake at only 2,000 calories. Together with a long lactation period, 
Orangutans also have a long birth interval. Orangutans are thought to be the sole fruit dispenser for some plant species, including the climber species Strychnos ignati, which contains the toxic alkaloid strychnine. This does not appear to have any effect on the orangutans, except for excessive saliva production. Geophagy, the practice of eating soil or rock, has been observed in orangutans. There are three main reasons for this dietary behavior. For the addition of mineral nutrients to their diet, for the ingestion of clay minerals that can absorb toxic substances, or to treat a disorder such as diarrhea. Orangutans also use plants of the genus Chameleon as an anti-inflammatory balm. Orangutans live a more solitary lifestyle than other great apes. Most social bonds occur between adult females and their dependent and weaned offspring. Adult males and independent adolescents of both sexes tend to live alone. Orangutan societies are made up of residents and transient individuals of both sexes. Resident females live with their offspring in defined home ranges that overlap with those of other adult females, which may be their immediate relatives. One to several resident female home ranges are encompassed within the home range of a resident male, who is their mating partner. Transient males and females move widely. Orangutans usually travel alone, but they may travel in small groups in their subatoll years. However, this behavior ends at adulthood. The social structure of the orangutan can be des best described as solitary, but social. Interactions between adult females range from friendly to avoidance to, to antagonistic. Resident males may have overlapping ranges and interactions between them tend to be hostile. During dispersal, females tend to settle in home ranges that overlap with their mothers. However, they do not seem to have any special social bonds with them. Males disperse much further from their mothers and enter into a transient phase. This phase lasts until a male can challenge and displace a dominant resident male from his home range. Adult males dominate sub-adult males. Both resident and transient orangutans aggregate on large fruiting trees to feed. The fruits tend to be abundant, so competition is low 
and individuals may engage in social interactions. Orangutans will also form traveling groups with members moving between different food sources. These groups tend to be made of only a few individuals. They also tend to be consortships between an adult male and adult females. Orangutans communicate with various sounds. Males will make long calls both to attract females and advertise themselves to other males. Both sexes will try to intimidate conspecifics with a series of low guttural noises known collectively as the rolling call. When annoyed, an orangutan will suck in air through his pursed lips, make a kissing sound that is hence known as the kiss squeak. Infants make soft hoots when distressed. Orangutans are also known to blow raspberries. Orangutans build nests specialized for both day and night use. They, these are carefully constructed. Young orangutans learn from observing their mother's nest building behavior. In fact, nest building is a leading cause in young orangutans leaving their mothers for the first time. From six months of age onward, orangutans practices nest building and gain proficiency by the time they are three years old. Construction of a nest, night nest is done by following a sequence of steps. Initially, a suitable tree is located. Orangutans being selective about sites, though many tree species are used. The nest is then built by pulling together branches under them and joining them at one point. After the foundation has been built, the orangutan bends smaller, leafy branches onto the foundation. This serves the purpose of and is termed the mattress. After this, orangutans stand and braid the tips of the branches into the mattress. Doing this increases the stability of the nests and forms the final act of nest building. In addition, orangutans may add additional features such as pillows, blankets, roofs, and bunk beds to their nests. Reproduction, mating, and parroting. Males mature around 15 years of age, by which time they have fully descended testicles and can reproduce. However, they exhibit arrested development by not developing the distinctive cheek pads, pronounced throat pouches, 
long fur or long calls until they are between 15 and 20 years old. The development of these characteristics depends largely on the absence of a resident male. Males without them are known as unflanged males, in contrast to the more developed flanged males. The transformation from unflanged to flanged can occur very quickly. Unflanged and flanged males have two different mating strategies. Flanged males attract ostreous females with their characteristic long calls. These calls may also suppress development in younger males. Unflanged males wander widely in search of ostreous females and upon finding one will force copulation on her. While both strategies are successful, females prefer to mate with flanged males and seek their company for protection against unflanged males. Resident males may form consortships with females that can last days, weeks, or even months after copulation. Female orangutans experience their first ovulatory cycle around 6 to 11 years old. These occur earlier in females with more body fat. Like other great apes, female orangutans enter a period of infertility during adolescence, which may last from one to four years. Female orangutans also have a 22 to 30 day menstrual cycle. Gestation lasts for nine months with females giving birth to their first offspring between the ages of 14 and 15 years. Female orangutans have eight-year intervals between birth, the longest inner birth interval among the great apes. Unlike many other primates, Male orangutans do not seem to practice infanticide. This may be because they cannot ensure they will sire a female's next offspring because she does not immediately begin ovulating again after her infant dies. Male orangutans play almost no role in raising the young. Females do most of the caring and socializing of the young. A female often has an older offspring with her to help in socializing the infant. Infant orangutans are completely dependent on their mothers for the first two years of their lives. The mother will be carrying the infant during traveling, as well as feed it and sleep with it in the same night nest. For the first four months, the infant is carried on its belly and never relieves physical contact. In the following months, the time an infant spends with his mother decreases. 
When an orangutan reaches the age of two, its climbing skills improve and it will travel through the canopy holding hands with other orangutans, a behavior known as buddy travel. Orangutans are juveniles from about two to five years of age and will start to temporarily move away from their mothers. Juveniles are usually weaned at about four years of age. Adolescent orangutans will socialize with their peers while still having contact with their mothers. Typically, orangutans live over 30 years in both wild and captivity. Orangutans are among the most intelligent primates. Experiments suggest that they can figure out some invisible displacement problems with a representational strategy. In addition, Zoo Atlanta has a touchscreen computer where their two Sumatran orangutans play games. Scientists hope the data they collect will help researchers learn about socializing patterns, such as whether the apes learn behaviors through trial and error or by mimicry, and point to new conservation strategies. In 2008, study of two orangutans at the Les Big Zoo showed orangutans can use calculated reciprocity which involves weighing the costs and benefits of gift exchanges and keeping track of these over time. Orangutans are the first, first non-human species documented to do so. Orangutans are very technically adept nest builders, making a new nest each evening in only five to six minutes and choosing branches which they know can support their body weight. Tool use in orangutans was observed by primatologist Barut Galatkis in ex-captive populations. In addition, evidence of sophisticated tool manufacture and use in the wild was reported from a population of orangutans in Swat Balambing in the year 1996. These orangutans developed a toolkit for use in foraging that consisted of both insect extracting tools for use in the hollows of trees and seed extracting tools for harvesting seeds from hard husk fruit. The orangutans adjusted their tools according to the nature of the task at hand, and preference was given to oral tool use. This preference was also found in an experimental study of captive orangutans. Tool use was further investigated in different wild orangutan populations. They compared geographic variations in tool use related to the 
processing of the Nisia fruit. The orangutans of Sarawak Balimbing were found to be avid users of insect and seed extraction tools when compared to the other wild orangutans. The scientists suggested that these differences are cultural. The orangutans of Sarawak Balimbing live in dense groups and are socially tolerant. This creates good conditions for social transmission. Further evidence that highly social orangutans are more likely to exhibit cultural behaviors come from a study of leaf-carrying behaviors of ex-captive orangutans that were being rehabilitated on the island of Kaja in Borneo. Wild orangutans in Tunan, Borneo, were reported to use tools in acoustic communication. They use leaves to amplify the kiss squeak sounds they produce. The apes may employ this method of amplification to deceive the listener into believing they are larger animals than they really are. In 2003, researchers from six different orangutan field sites who used the same behavioral coding scheme compared the behaviors of the animals from different sites. They found that different orangutan populations behaved differently. The evidence suggested the differences were cultural. First, the extent of the differences increased with distances, suggesting cultural diffusion was occurring. And second, the size of the orangutan's cultural repertoire increased to the amount of social contact present within the group. Social contact facilitates cultural transmission. A study of orangutan symbolic capability was conducted from 1973 to 1975 by zoologists with an orangutan named Azak, a juvenile female orangutan at the Fresno City Zoo, now known as the Chaffee Zoo in Fresno, California. The study employed the techniques of a psychologist who used plastic tokens to teach linguistic skills to the chimpanzee, to the chimpanzee Sarah. The psychologist continued to examine the linguistics and learning abilities of ex-captive orangutans in Tanjung Pudding National Park in Indonesian Borneo between 1978 and 1980. During that time, the orangutans were instructed in the acquisition and use of signs following the techniques of the psychologists who taught the chimpanzees. Washo in the late 1960s is the only signing study ever conducted in a great ape's natural environment.
the orangutan was home-reared. Her name was Princess, a juvenile female, which learned nearly 40 signs. According to the criteria of sign acquisition used by psychologists Francine Patterson with Coco, the gorilla, and trained Rini, a free-ranging adult female orangutan, which learned nearly 30 signs over a two-year period. For this study, it was examined the factors influencing sign learning by four juvenile orangutans over a 15-month period. So basically what happened was one orangutan was taught 40 signs and was able, through no help of humans, to teach her friend orangutan 30 of them. Orangutans were known to the native people of Sumatra and Borneo for millennia. While some communities hunted them for food and decoration, other communities placed taboos on such practices. In central Borneo, some traditional folk beliefs considered it bad luck to look in the face of an orangutan. Some folk tales involve orangutans mating with and kidnapping humans. There are even stories of hunters being seduced by female orangutans. Europeans became aware of the existence of the orangutan possibly as early as the 17th century. European explorers, explorers in Borneo hunted them extensively during the 19th century. The first accurate description of orangutans was given by Dutch anatomist Peter Petrus Camper, who observed the animal and dissected some specimens. Little was known about their behavior until the field studies of Barut Galdicus, who became a leading authority on the apes. When she arrived in Borneo, Galdicus settled into a primitive bark and thatch hut at a site she dubbed Camp Leaky, near the edge of the Java Sea. Despite numerous hardships, she remained there over 30 years and became an outspoken advocate for orangutans and the preservation of the rainforest habitat, which is rapidly being devastated by loggers, palm oil plantation, gold miners, and unnatural forest fires. Galdicus conservation efforts have extended well beyond advocacy, largely focusing on rehabilitation of the many orphaned orangutans turned over to her for care. Galdicus is considered to be one of Leakey's angels along with Jane Goodall and Diane Fossey. According to the World Wildlife Fund, half of the habitat of the Bornean orangutan has been lost since the year 1994. A persistent folktale on Sumatran and Borneo 
and in popular culture is that male orangutans display sexual attraction to human women and may even forcibly copulate with them. The only serious but anecdotal report of such an incident taking place is primatologist Barut Galactus' report that her cook was sexually assaulted by a male orangutan. This orangutan, though, was raved in captivity and may have suffered from a skewed species identity, and forced copulation is a standard mating strategy for low-ranking male orangutans. In December 2014, Argentina became the first country to recognize a non-human primate as having legal rights when it ruled that an orangutan named Sandra at the Buenos Aires Zoo must be moved to a sanctuary in Brazil in order to provide her partial and co or controlled freedom. Although animal rights groups interpreted the ruling as applicable to all species in captivity, legal specialists considered the ruling only applicable to hominid apes due to their genetic similarities to humans. The Sumatran and Bornean species are both critically endangered, according to the IUCN Red List of Mammals, and are both listed on Appendix 1 of CITES. The Bornean orangutan population declined by 60% in the past 60 years, and is projected to decline by 82% over 75 years. Its range has become patchy throughout Borneo, being largely extirpated from various parts of the island, including the southeast. The largest remaining population is found in the forest around the Sambagua River, but this environment is at risk. Sumatran or orangutan populations declined by 80% in 75 years. This species is now found only in the northern part of Sumatra, with most of the population inhabiting the Liasur ecosystem. In late March 2012, some of the last Sumatran orangutans in northern Sumatra were reported to be threatened with approaching forest fires and might be wiped out entirely within a matter of weeks. Estimates between 2000 and 2003 found 7,300 Sumatran orangutans and between 45,000 and 70,000 Bornean orangutans remain in the wild. A 2007 study by the government of Indonesia noted a total wild population of 61,234 orangutans, 54,567 of which were found on the island of Borneo 
in the year 2004. During the early 2000s, orangutan habitat has decreased rapidly due to logging and forest fires, as well as fragmentation by roads. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.